I mean, it's it's a midweek jalag, folks. Welcome, welcome. What? Welcome. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Bonkers. Fucking what is rip this? up the rules, throw them on the fucking fireplace. Just no up respect. Is, up is down, right is left. You know what I mean? We're like, I, it's the Twilight Zone. I don't zone, even but, know anymore. But hopefully less people are going to die from a fucking... Less people are going to get decapitated by a helicopter oh. during the recording of this podcast. I hope. Yeah. I really hope so. Jesus Christ. Mark, it's wonderful how you can always start these by stressing me out with some strange um, uh, you know, hypothetical. But yeah, let's keep going. Keep going. Let's I'll see take, what else you've got for me. I'm going to take that as a compliment. I, look, all I want to say is it's been a vintage week or two over here in the UK mm. for uh, Joag flavored murders. Oh, Yeah. Seriously, let's talk about it. Vintage week here uh, in the UK for murders that fall within our sphere of interest, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, look, once again, here comes my usual Joak disclaimer. Please don't think there's any lasciviousness or any salivating or any kind of (laughs) fucking grief jerking uh, uh, as I talk about these. Absolutely not. I'm I'm jerking nothing. Um... It's good news. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on camera, so you this can This time people, yeah, this time people can see you. So, oh, you know, hey, don't, don't video take... evidence. There is no jerking of any kind happening Don't here. take my word for it. I'm yanking nothing as I talk about these. But there have been two particular murders uh, which have made the news big time over here in the past couple of weeks, which mm. it would be remiss of me not to mention this week on Joy because they fall squarely within our wheelhouse. Um uh, just two days ago, a, 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 a kid, man, a kid, a kid of 15, yeah. uh, convicted of murdering his friend who was just 12 at the time. Uh, this kid was 14 at the time of the murder um, and just killed his friend in, in the most brutal and like, upsetting. Brutal. Yeah, yeah, well, it's in, horrifying. Yes. Um, a, a quote from the from the trial. I mean, he, this guy this kid stabbed his friend more than 70 times and the attack was quote brutal and prolonged uh and fucking... it was like like basically from the article that you sent to me it was mm. saying that not only did he like stab him these bajillion times that mm. he did but that it was consistent with attempting to decapitate yep. this person which is always one of those things like you see this come up in things from time to time it's really difficult to decapitate a person much like it's difficult to like suffocate or strangle a person things like that like it's really hard to do and this kid gave it the old college try and i guess he didn't manage to do it but imagine a 14 year old kid yes doing his damned best to decapitate a 12 year old to decapitate his friend of 12 i i the uh, you know I, I I'm I can take my mind to some pretty fucking dark places, uh, mm-hmm. but this one is so far out of my realm of experience. Being able to, you know, and and over something seemingly so fucking trivial. I mean, you know, this this kid by all accounts had ideas of setting himself up as a little kind of small time drug peddler, you know, purveyor yeah. of narcotics in a fucking very small scale teenage kind of way, um, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, uh, 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 an argument over a fucking small sum of money. Uh, to quote this is one of the those BBC, things I mean, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. To quote the BBC, as well as an attempt to decapitate 
Roberts. The judge also said there were injuries consistent with someone trying to remove the hand or fingers. Yeah. Like, what, was that like an identification thing? Like, oh, well, this didn't work. I'm just going to take the hands off and they won't know who it was? Fuck only knows. Absolutely Like, no, no one's going to notice this 12-year-old who went missing. I have this thing about, like, this really, so, you know, it's this, like, small-time drugs issue mm. and whatnot. I find that all forms of gangs... Uh, whether you're talking about drug dealers, whether you're talking about street gangs, whether you're talking about the fucking military, all of it is cosplay to me. And all of this, no matter what age you are, is doofusy as fuck. There is no reason to kill people over this dumb bullshit. And when you're like a teenager, like also you have none of the like filters that stop you from from doing dumb things. Like I'm listening to a podcast right now about a group of kids who killed one of them, like one of their mothers, and they were planning to kill all of their parents. Okay, and it's like they—they they were just like mad that they were like they had restrictions on their lives, you know, and they were like, "Oh no, I better got it." Like, I just—I wish people didn't feel the need to cosplay tough mm. all the time. I would, I would, I would hazard that. I mean, you've spoken to me about. Uh, you, you know, you've had family members who've fallen foul of an opioid epidemic in 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 mm-hmm. your neck of the woods. Yes, I would. Oh yes, I would guess that what we're talking about here with these kids is very different to what narcotics sales might be. Where you know, from your yeah. area of experience, this is a, a oh, place well, yeah, in Lincolnshire, sure. right? A small part, the outskirts of a fucking county called Lincolnshire, uh, called Fishtoft. Near Boston in Lincolnshire, where a fourteen-year-old has killed a twelve-year-old. Fish toft. Yeah, fish toft. I love when <laughs> a story from the UK takes place in this place that sounds like I made it up. Yeah, when fish toft. Up a UK place. Fish toft near Boston in Lincolnshire, <laughs> where a fourteen-year-old has tried to cut off the head and hands of his mate. Uh, this, you know, these kids aren't even cosplaying tough. These kids are so far removed from what you would consider to be the narcotics trade. It's it's. It's apples and oranges. But that's exactly it. It's like that they think that they're a part of something. That's what I mean by it's cosplay. It's like, oh, I'm like, I'm this big bad guy who's like, oh, I'm going to sell drugs. And this guy was like on my turf. And like, you're like a middle class kid. Like, seriously? Mm. But also they're children. Like, and children have no judgment. So, you know, it's like a it's a mix of those things of just like kids who who think that they're they're really doing something, and also uh, the fact that kids and it's are... fucking tragic. I mean, the victim was found yeah. two days before his thirteenth birthday. Yeah, oh, it's just you know they were like making plans and mm. all that. It just is, it's just so sad, and yeah, everything about it frustrates me. There's just like like what mm. is worth killing people for. You know, there's not as many things as you think there are. Yeah, completely, completely true. Uh, <laughs> 50 quid in fish toft is not worth hacking a fucking yeah. preteen, uh, preteen's the hand off. The rage involved yeah. with that. It'll be interesting to see what, like, I'm sure there will be documentaries and things that come out about this case. Um, because that's, it's so intense. And just what, that goes beyond, mm. I don't know, it's, to be able to do that and not like puke and to yeah, yeah. have that kind of rage in you, there's so much more to that than 
than even just the drug thing, you know, there's to be able to do that to another person at the age of, of 14. Well, here's, you know, if, if, if that's a head scratcher, um, the second case that, that's, that's been all over the news lately is, is one which altogether more arbitrary. Um, two sisters were stabbed uh, to death recently in, uh, in, in, in Wembley, just, you know, the, on the kind of outskirts of London, um, by a 19-year-old guy called Daniel Hussain. Um, is this... Uh, have I spoken to you about this? Uh, he killed two no, sisters. No, uh, and um, I haven't seen this at all, I don't think. Bieber Henry, Nicole Smallman, who were just out celebrating a birthday party. Uh, they were targeted seemingly at random, uh, stabbed to death, repeatedly stabbed mm. until dead, right? Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. Uh, the killer did it in a in a in a supposed pact, a demonic pact. He'd made a deal with some fucking demon or other in his head in a deal to win the lottery. He had promised some demonic presence, female sacrifices, uh, in order to kind of welcome riches into his life. Um. Crazy shit, absolutely crazy shit. Uh, it, it, when That's, when when they huh. searched this guy's room, uh, they found a letter which he'd written, a handwritten letter, signed with his own blood, by the way, signed Daniel in his wow. own blood, in his own blood, and in the letter he'd promised to sacrifice six women every six months. Uh, in exchange, feels unrealistic, sir. He's aiming, swinging for the fences, you know. Yeah, uh, no, I don't think that's gonna work. In in exchange. For a lottery win, in you know what I mean? Such huge stakes for such, uh, for a fucking lottery win. Um, I mean, that's better than the drugs, I guess. You know, he had much bigger aspirations. He'd be set for life, I guess. And once you're rich, you can kill as many people as you want. Mm. So more realistic, I suppose, if that deal were a real thing. Maybe. If he actually I, won the lottery, he could kill plenty of women and nobody would care. Uh, I I'll take your word for it. You seem to, you seem quite well informed. Um, <laughs> it's what rich people do, isn't it? Win. <laughs> Look at Army Hammer. Get rich, kill women. Yeah, okay. dudes like yeah. talk about eating women's flesh and whatnot. I just assume that's what rich people do when they get rich is just kill, kill women. People. But women, that is women specifically horrifying. It's it's also, it's completely fucked. Go on. This is another weird hang up of mine too is like stabbing as killing because obviously that is super like yeah, way yeah, more yeah, common yeah, yeah, in the yeah, UK yeah. than it is here. Yes. Um, which is a constant like thing that people who don't want any form of like ref restrictions on guns talk about like, mm -hmm. Oh, are we going to like ban knives now too? Yeah, of course, of you know. course. I hear that one a lot. <laughs> Whatever. But I also find stabbing as a means of killing one that is, difficult for me to understand yes. because it feels like it'd be easy to get away from but I don't I don't know have you ever seen someone stabbed <sighs> I've read uh, an account from someone who'd been okay. stabbed of the experience of being stabbed uh, a forum mm -hmm. I used to be a member of uh, one of the regular posters on the forum his house was broken into and he was stabbed repeatedly um, mm. and he recounted the experience you know he, he, he survived and was treated and made it and he recounted yeah. the experience of you know quite rationally quite calmly feeling life leaving you seeing seeing blood leaving mm. your body and having time you know having yeah, having a yeah. certain amount of time it to think feels oh slow. okay dying hmm uh, 
I mean, it feels like they would have to hit you in the right place in the first place well, to like to incapacitate you enough that you couldn't be like, duh, hit him with a hook and. You know, I've you know. I've seen plenty of people get shot, but I've never seen anyone repeatedly get yeah. stabbed. Um, and uh, aside from in movies, where yes. it's like always like someone with like a machete, yeah. from behind, yeah. straight through the like you know it's not. But as we've spoken about plenty of times, I am always stunned at just how difficult it is to shoot someone to death. They keep fucking coming in, right? So well, and that's it. It's hard to shoot someone to death. Why mm. is it so easy to stab people to death? I don't. Well, understand this as a thing and this is you know, not i just want to like as a disclaimer i'm not like victim blaming <laughs> people or anything like that here it's a matter a means a, mm. a way of dying that does not make sense to me at all it seems like you can get away from a knife well again let's look at the figure at, at the fucking numbers involved here our our our, our kids stab, been stabbed more than 70 times that you know yeah. you know you know you're not running away from that um, no, and that feels like he was probably, I mean, it's a bigger person. Yeah. He's pinned down, probably wasn't expecting it because it was a person he knew and was friends with. Yeah. Like, you know, it's more the random stabbings that confuse me. Like, sometimes someone will go and, like, stab and kill, like, 12 people at a mm. time. And I don't understand how that happens. Like, you see the knife, you run away from it or whatever. <sighs> and I don't, it's very confusing to me. I'm, I, I don't. I don't know if mass stabbings are common. Not common, but they happen occasionally. Hmm. I have seen them in the news again okay. because in America, people always try to justify gun violence by going, "Well, look at this yeah. stabbing that happened in Korea or yeah. whatever." You know, so it does occasionally happen that a group of people will hmm. be stabbed, or even in this case, this story you're talking about, two people. Yeah. How did two people get stabbed? The, Once the first one gets stabbed, how did the second person get stabbed? The inevitable pushback is if, if you know, if this guy was making pacts with fictional demons, one of which yeah. in another letter in his room uh, was called, uh, let me see, um, the Demon Queen Byleth. Which is Byleth? Byleth, B-Y-L-E-T-H, which isn't one I've heard of. Um, nope, but he was big familiar. on his pact with fictional demons. In another note found in his room, Hussein offered blood to, quote, Demon Queen Byleth, unquote, in exchange for making a girl at his school fall in love with him. So he was well into it. He loved all that. Um, How old was this guy? 19. And he, his last name's Hussein? Yes. So he's probably of Muslim origin, but that is not some Muslim shit. Uh, oh, no, certainly not. Um, but he'd he'd had history since since being 15 with you know kind of radicalization and was on the radar of government kind of counter extremist uh hmm. so interesting yeah. but for not see that's also fascinating because he's you know on the radar for extremist stuff probably for being muslim when really this is like some yeah. weird like extreme like someone who takes satanism literally kind mm. of shit instead of actual islamic belief so that's kind of fascinating in and of itself they're watching him mm. but... but but yeah but for the wrong entirely <laughs> they did not entirely see entirely the wrong thing yeah that's that's a really interesting mm. and terrible story and ugh. a couple of them i just yes. hate it i hate so, it I you know hate listen so hey uh, well, yes, you're no doubt and rightfully chuffed at having some midweek joag. 
Uh, I apologize that it's got to start with. Hey. It starts really dark with people Stark's dying, dark. Of people being stabbed and whatnot. Uh, cool. But what we really came here to talk about um, in this midweek Joag was movies we've watched. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Because um, look, hey. and the reason that we didn't do this earlier was. Dear Mark, you've been you've been under the weather. I've been under the weather, uh, and so have others in my household. Uh, my youngest son yeah. Owen uh, presented with <coughs> a, new, a brand new hacky kind of cough, and as we all know, as we all know, when someone in your home has a new hacky hacky cough cough, uh, you've got to lock down the doors, you've got to bolt the windows, you've got to chalk some kind of fucking symbol on your front door, <laughs> uh, you've got to daub goat's blood. On yeah. your walls, and uh, I believe that is the protocol. It is. Uh, that's what the health minister is now advising us to do in lieu of any fucking realistic strategy: daubing blood <laughs> and symbols. They don't even tell us which symbol. Just yeah, pick it's, a as, fucking... it's as good as any other strategy that the government's doing yeah. right now. So grab a chicken and ring it out mm-hmm. and draw a fucking cock on your door because that's <laughs> the government might as well be telling us to do. Draw a cock in chicken's blood to ward off COVID. So Peter escaped this, though, yeah? He did, yes, the rest, he did. The whole family except for Peter. Uh, it was me and Owen. Uh, oh, not not Laura. No, it was just me and Owen. But he, oh. we, we took him for tests. We had to wait a couple of days for the result. It was negatory. So I hastily That's scrubbed the chicken's blood cock off my door. And <laughs> back to business, you know, back to it. Uh, but yes, long story short, no Joag Sunday. So hey, surprise. We thought we'd have a little yeah. uh, mini video, Joag. I know exactly why you needed to do this, too. It's because you did not want to uh, to throw off the 52nd episode. Yeah, well, there, there is that, too. I, I didn't want to <laughs> misalign our yeah. roadmap to the to the 52nd. Because <laughs> all, that's all, you know, everything in my life is pointed towards that. Has, has been leaning towards this moment. I don't know if we spoke so. about this last time, but Corey just poo-pooed the fuck, shot the fuck down my big idea for the 52nd episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, see, I did. Because it me. was a terrible idea. Ah, but is that what makes it brilliant, right? No. <laughs> ah, ah, no? Ah. Regular bad idea. Go ah. ahead. You you tell them. You tell so. them what your idea was. <laughs> episode 52, Jack of All Graves. It's the one year spectacular, right? My concept was... <laughs> Let's just fucking put the Zoom link on Twitter for any fucker to wander in on at any point. Yeah. Do you know how many penises we'd have to look out? <laughs> All of you. I know every single one of you listening to this right now went, oh, there'd be a lot of masturbation. No. That's exactly what would happen. I was. I tried chat roulette when <laughs> that was a thing. I went on like the early things where you could stream yourself just hanging out, and there were constant dicks. All I got were dicks. So there's just you can't do that. Even when I put my Spotify playlist out a It'd couple weeks ago, and someone deleted my Spotify playlist. Um, yeah, they did. That like there is malicious bastard. Who the fuck does nobody that? does good things when you give a random link out. We could call it whack of all graves. And we oh would just, fuck! Come on. We could just put the fucking uh, put the zoom link up with a time, and mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. open the door to it and record the chaos. That that's. But anyway, that's what we're not doing. We're not doing that. That's not what is happening. We've got a couple uh, other good ideas about what we could mm-hmm. do for our our one year episode. Yeah. 
Uh, and I'm just gonna none get my of them dick out instead. <laughs> I'm just gonna get my dick out instead. <laughs> <laughs> Episode fifty-two. Here's my dick, everyone. <laughs> I'd invite you all to comment on my penis. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> Instead of loads of dicks, just one. We'll go the other way. I just open up Zoom and I'm like, ah! <laughs> I'll write episode 52 on it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I promise that's not what it's going to be. Or is it? Okay, well, I don't know. I guess I can't promise that. No. <laughs> tune in. There's only one way you're gonna find out, and that's tune in. That's in, to uh, tune in. <laughs> episode fifty-two. Oh Christ. Oh God. Do you have a? <clears throat> oh, I just smoked so much. My head hurt. The skin of my head started to hurt because I've smoked so much. Oh. <laughs> it's uh, a. It's an unusual practice for you. True. Uh, you'll be delighted to hear that England have, in fact, won the game. I'll be delighted to hear that. Who are you talking to? Uh, you, because, uh, you know, that's the reason why we're so fucking late recording tonight was because there's some football happening. <laughs> I don't understand the footy. Nor do I. I, um, I like, I feel like I shouldn't make fun of it because I do like sports. I am a sports person. Okay. Um, But also, I don't get it at all. And as I said before we started recording, like I've watched ted lasso through so many times and mm. i love that to the core of my being and i still don't it, it, normally when i watch something like for example i watched ray donovan okay. and i joined a boxing gym i was like <laughs> fuck i'm a box you are, like, so you are so impressionable <laughs> so impressionable and it was cool as shit i loved it i okay. was so okay. into it Fine. uh it's not great with my ehlers danlos syndrome mm. but i got a kick out of boxing like, I can get into whatever. Same thing mm. when I started watching AEW. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, 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 yeah. My husband was like, just, Corey, you can't <laughs> you can't try to do this, okay? Because <laughs> this is not a thing you can syndrome. do. You've got a syndrome. And I'm like, but, but can't I? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> like, a little. Maybe AEW needs a disabled wrestler. <laughs> Have we considered this? Maybe so, it you know, like, I can get into most things. I have watched Bend It Like Beckham mm -hmm. nine million times. I have watched Ted Lasso nine million times. You will still never catch me ever watching real soccer. Well, it one is... thing I'm never going to do is, nah. uh, you know, my, my, my favorite way of thinking about it is millions and millions and millions and millions of people can't all yeah. be fucking wrong. You know what I mean? Most so of the world likes this. Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't get it. But they and yeah. it is a very athletic sport, and I get that as someone yeah. who really likes yeah. like athleticism. I get that. I enjoy watching someone do tricks with a soccer ball. You uh -huh. know, if someone's like bouncing it around on their knees and their heads and their elbows and whatever they're doing, do you I, know, that's fun. I'm pretty sure there was a one-legged guy in WWE at some point. Really? Yes. Hang on a sec. I shouldn't know this. Uh, by the way, I just uh, so yeah, yesterday some His someone name was Zach Gowan. Oh, go uh, so he was uh, he was in the WWE in uh, 2002, and he had one fucking leg. Good for him. Indeed, yes. Go on, you were saying. See, it's my time. <laughs> Fuck all of you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck Keo. I am joining <laughs> AEW, and you can't stop me. <laughs> um. 
I don't remember what I was going to say. So yeah, I interrupted. I'm sorry. It's okay. We were in between two conversations. It's. I'd so love cool. to write for you. I'd love to write your character. I'm sure I could oh. come up with some pretty fucking... <laughs> I'm sure I you could, you'd be a headline grabber. <laughs> I don't doubt that for a second. So, hey, <clears throat> listen... A year from now, watch for me cool. on AEW. <laughs> um, anyways, should we talk about some movies that we've watched lately? I've watched a shit ton of movies lately. Yeah, we've been packing them in, haven't we? Some, some Like big time. Some good ones too. Run, just give me the titles. What have you seen of late? Okay, let me look at my, my letterboxed here. I have watched Werewolves Within, The Tomorrow War, Independence mm. Day, Jaws, Alita, Brain Dead. I mean, Dead Alive, but <laughs> Fear Street. Uh, The Forever Purge, The Stuff, The Amusement Park, Vicious oh, Fun. Wow. You've yeah. been packing them in. Some big I've fucking names I've been really there. packing them in. Yeah. I was not fucking around this past <laughs> week and a half. Some names. Let me tell right. you. Let's just rip through the, the ones that, that we both have in common there that we've seen. Was it the first time uh, seeing The Stuff? It was my first time seeing The Stuff. This was this week's Dead and Lovely. I see. Um... And so I paused. <laughs> the Dead and Lovely episode was three and a half hours long. Mm-hmm. I listened to it all week. <laughs> and every single workout, I was listening to this Dead and Lovely. But they were doing the stuff. Mm. Um, and so I had time to then watch it before finishing it up to the point where they got to it. And boy, that was... It's I, something, isn't what it? What do you... Yeah, what do you think of the stuff? I saw the stuff quite recently myself, in fact. Oh, uh, did you? Yes, I did. Checking letterboxed. I saw the stuff. Let me just take a oh, look. Oh, quite quite oh, recent. Oh, oh, oh. I saw the stuff. I saw the stuff. Oh. Baby. Oh, my God. Uh, don't don't you sing that new kids on the blog to me okay, you know that I'll gets stop. me going <laughs> yeah i saw well quite recently 21st of september 2019 was the last time i saw the stuff and it is okay. a belter recently an absolute enough. belter um that is a wild movie and it's fun like mm. i think out the gate it starts just at such absurdity because mm. the opening scene is like this guy seeing this stuff coming up out of the ground. Yes. Going up and just tasting yeah. it right yep, away. Yep, 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 yep. And so you know what you're in for from that moment. Like, it, <laughs> if this is where we begin, mm. okay. All the rules are out the window. People don't have to act like real people. Mm. It's, you know, this commentary on consumerism and whatnot. Um, and it's just, I don't, it's a fun movie. Yes, it I, is. Um, and when when it plays its card and when it, it, it goes in with the body horror and when, you know, mm. when it unleashes some of those fucking amazing uh, prosthetics that it has up its sleeve. Really, really fun yeah. time. Yeah, I'm really glad. You I saw that. see the like I've seen people with it as their Twitter avatar and stuff like there's the part where one of the characters gets got. Yeah. Um, and it's like his like face kind of expands and yep. his mouth opens real wide and you like all this and i've seen it all over you're the place you're talking about that that's it that's the picture <laughs> yes i see that all the time and so when it came on i was straight up leonardo dicaprio face like cause yeah. <laughs> that's it oh yep. that's where that came from fantastic which was really cool mm-hmm. so the stuff i absolutely recommend it is 
like an hour and 20 minutes, so not a long investment. Um, as they pointed out on Den Lovely, it does drag a little bit at points, so it feels a little longer than it is, mm. but it's a fun watch. I, you you can't go wrong with it, I think. Uh, what what led you to Brain Dead again? <laughs> again, Dead and Lovely. Okay. Uh, nice work, it guys. Was... Yeah, they're, they're doing... Oh, I didn't even notice you're wearing the shirt. Yes, indeed. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, uh, it was the Scream and Chat this mm-hmm. week. And so I was, you know, I sat on my front porch in my love sack and yep. watched it. And it was, you know, it was fun because there were a couple people who had never seen it before. Mm-hmm. Uh and one guy who was not sold on it at all, and the whole time just kept being like, "What am I? What's? Ha- what am I watching? What the fuck has uh, to be wrong with you? You have it's just lean in to yeah, this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and every time I watch this, like I, it's too horror. Like it's it triggers all the things that make me want to throw up mm. and like even at one point like so you know the ear in the in the, yeah, in the soup custard. or whatever yeah 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 yeah, yeah. in the custard <laughs> in the, the ear in the custard it's so well written as well I just the shit my that guy eyes. comes up with <laughs> I closed my eyes and I was like okay 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 and the sound got me and I still threw up in my mouth I was yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so insane gross. oh it was only very so recently gross. and I, I'm not I'm, I'm certain you will have seen the photos too, but it, it's only very recently, like within the last few months, that I realised, having seen that film, you know, I, very high double figures. I must have seen that film 50, 60, 70 times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's only very recently I learned through seeing a, a photo on Twitter that the uh, early on in the film where we have a lovely little opening sequence of him driving through that New Zealand town and you see the tram mm-hmm. and the cars that are passing you by and you see the storefronts and it's a beautiful little picturesque village. It's a miniature. That entire fucking shot is a miniature. Stop. What? I shit you not. There's a terrific shot uh, that uh, that's doing that's the rounds incredible. on Twitter of Peter Jackson leaning over this beautiful miniature with the trams and the fucking cars. Um uh, which I'll which I'll post I'll post on our Twitter because it please. absolutely blew I can my mind. just hear by the way Ben and Jason are listening to this and they're both going bigachas which is what they would always do because of the special features behind Lord of the Rings right 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 okay. and they call them bigachers <laughs> uh, and... then that's what it is it's a bigacher yeah that's incredible though because mm-hmm. you cannot nope tell it's beautifully done at all beautifully done that's... which you know. Uh, it's it's one of those classic effects that doesn't draw attention to itself and does a fantastic yeah, job by just blending into the background. Beautiful. Honestly, and having been to New Zealand, like I was looking at it and I was like, oh, this really yeah. evokes that New Zealandness. I was I was genuinely wondering, like, I wonder where this was filmed yeah. in that intro. Yeah. So that's really that's incredible. My favorite thing about this movie is the leading man and his physical comedy oh, and his he's just great. his expressions yeah. and I I've I IMDb him every time I watch it and he hasn't been in like a ton other no, he than hasn't. that Timothy 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 Baum I believe I his name is I'm not entirely sure honestly because yeah. I IMDb him every time I would swear um, to it that's Timothy Baum but he is so so funny yes and I just get a kick out of him throughout that entire movie. Facially, there's something quite David Tennant about him, I find. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, 100%. But he's got this wonderful liquid kind of body. He can spin mm-hmm. really well. He's he, he uh, it, it, What's the best way of putting it? He's very good at appearing clumsy 
You know mm, what I mean? Yes. He fakes yeah. clumsy very well. You know, it's he's Buster Keaton esque. Honestly, there you go. Like That's he's what I was just he's yes. so good at making it look natural to be clumsy mm-hmm. in a way that requires incredible skill. Yes. And the scene with the you know the zombie baby. Mm in that is just I think like oh, wonderful slapstick it's unmatched it's yep. such a great on a par scene. with the the um wonderful kind of uh, slapstick bit with the possessed hand and evil dead 2 it's that kind of level right. of, of physical exactly. comedy and also mm-hmm. you know there's been what with Richard Donner dying this week there's been a lot mm-hmm. said of uh, a, a gif has been doing the rounds of Christopher Reeve simply taking off his glasses and switching from Clark Kent to cure to Superman mm. in, in the space of a few seconds, just his physicality, his body straightens up and his chin sets and immediately he becomes Superman just by taking off his glasses. And it's wonderful. Yeah. Right. But I haven't seen that, but I love this but concept. There's a second in brain dead, right? Where uh, Lionel is wielding the lawnmower. Right. And he's about to take mm-hmm. his second pass through the horde in, in his fucking house. And Paquita just comes into shot, slips the amulet over his head and gives him a kiss. And he grows 10 feet tall. <laughs> you know, he becomes the fucking hero just in that instant. Yeah. And then he fires up the fucking lawnmower and goes at it. It's, it's, oh God, it's a symphony, yeah. that film. I love it. It's one of the few movies that when I look at, I always like to see what people I have in common mm. like on Letterboxd. Mm. And there is no one on Letterboxd that I am friends with who has rated that less than a four. (laughs) Like it is, it's a four or five movie for everyone. I think, you know, it's just, it hits and you have to be prepared, you know, FYI, if you're listening to this and you're like, you know what, I'm going to go watch Braindead, which is not available streaming regularly in Mm. America, but you can find it on YouTube. Um, Just, you know, Google Braindead, uh, Braindead full movie, or if you can't find it, just, message me and I will send you the link. Yes. But you have to be prepared for how yeah. goddamn gross this movie is. Uh, it's <laughs> it's, it's so it, gross. it deserves its place in 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 the horror pantheon. It no film ever has ever gone there like Brain Dead goes there. Yeah. Interesting. Honestly, goes, I think it straddles the like middle column right column line because it, it, yeah, it is it a lot of fun. It does. But it also it's a bad time if you're not ready for it. The 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 very virtue of its excess is what gives it a pass, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any one of those kills, you could build a fucking movie around, right? Yeah. Any any one of those kills in isolation, you could dedicate a half hour to, and it would be a climactic moment of horror. But then, lit four seconds later, there's another one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. And it has no moral compass. It gleefully. The, the the screenplay is full of fucking offhand gags about pedophilia and it it's it's a very fucking just like me is his earlier Meet the Feebles it has no moral compass at all it simply doesn't give a fuck and yeah. and that's why that's why it's such a glorious time and somehow manages to be very cute oh, at the same time which is what is the real Certainly. triumph of this you watch this and at the end of it you're like that was adorable yeah. It's like, uh, what? It, yeah, it's a love story in the truest sense. It's beautiful. It's, yeah, it really is. Yeah, um, I think we both watched Werewolves Within yes. this week. Yeah, um, everyone sure loves that Werewolves film, Within? don't they? They do. Everyone yeah. else and sure I, enjoys that film. I really, really enjoyed it. I'm really into mm. the uh, the lead in that as well. Sam yeah. Richardson. He was His excellent. name is like so. 
so normal. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Like, I don't acknowledge it. Yeah. But anyway, I love him. Same with Tomorrow War. That movie is kind of garbage, but he's so good in it. I was ready to, like, four-star this movie, and the last 15 minutes of it just mm. shit the bed to me. I was not... I was not in. It wasn't what I wanted. Let's put it... What did you want? I... I am ready after Wolf of Snow Hollow. It shares a lot in tone yes, with it does. Wolf of Snow Hollow, it which does. is a better movie by far. It is a better movie by far. Wolf of Snow Hollow is just that little bit more cynical. It's a little bit more world-weary. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a little yes. bit down at heel and all the funnier for it. Um, mm-hmm. Wills Within is a gosh howdy, very peppy and fucking perky, uh, <laughs> you know, little slugger of a film. But it wasn't what I wanted. I am now ready for a werewolf movie that fucking shreds. I want mm-hmm. a wet fucking committed horror werewolf movie now, please. And I'm sure it's out there and I've yet to see it. But if, if you do have a werewolf movie wreck that's new that I haven't yeah, seen. I mean, I've it. seen, you know, uh, uh, Ginger Snaps and Dog Soldiers and Howling. Whatnot. Sure. I would I would like a new werewolf movie that has that takes a fucking run at it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's, that's what I wanted, and that is not what I got. It's not what you end up with at mm-hmm. the end of this movie. And, uh, yeah, it's, I think, you know, I and, and I don't necessarily need mine to be always as cynical as Wolf of Snow Hollow is, which is mm. one of my favorite movies of the past, that I've watched I in the past really year. I really, really love that yeah, movie. Same, same, same. Um, and just, I'm a Jim Cummings fangirl. Like, mm-hmm. I just think he's wonderful. But... Yeah, I think this, it shared a lot in tone with it. It also had kind of a knives out sort of feel to it. Um, yeah, yeah. Things that I like, and then I just felt like when it came to the end of it, it did all the things that I don't want a movie to do. Such as? And I'm not going to give that away. I don't want to give it oh, away okay, because fine, I fine, like, because yeah. <laughs> it's literally, it is all your reveal and all mm. that kind of stuff. So I don't want to like um, ruin this for people who will watch it because it is a popular movie. I don't regret spending my $7 on it or whatever, uh-huh. but I was just disappointed in what I ended up with. Uh, your guy who made it has been trying to manifest himself into it's... getting a remake of Dark Man off the ground, which I'm all for. Go for it, buddy. He's also the one. So he did scare me, which I did not like. Uh, and you kept trying to get us to watch because you kept forgetting I did not like it. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and which is a great concept, but I think was too clever for its own good. Yeah. Um, tried to do too much. And this, he didn't write, but I also feel like it thought it was more clever than mm. it was um, and sort of suffered some of the same issues that I had with Scare Me. If you liked Scare Me... I don't know. Maybe you'll like this, but I, I don't know. It's some of the same issues, but it's oh, not no. all of the same issues. It's a different thing. Loads and loads and loads of people are enjoying Wills Within, and quite rightly so. Because yeah. it isn't by any stretch yeah. a bad film. It's it's very like no, it's not a bad movie. Nope. It's um, very. It's, it's not very the one I wanted to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's kind of where I am with it. Where mm. it's much like when I saw Zola this week. It's not the movie I wanted mm. to watch. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm not recommending against. I think you should watch it. And like I said, you know, the leading man is wonderful. And it's um, Milana Vaintraub, who you'll recognize from the commercials for whatever cell, co- cell phone company that she <laughs> advertises for. And she's kind of like the flow from Progressive of that company, which do y- you don't have that either, do you? You don't have know what? who flow. No. Flow. Flow. 
Everyone in America knows who Flo from Progressive is, and they Flo. know who Milana Vantrub is, but they don't know her name. No. Um, Are we talking about know her, the, face. her from Wales Within? Yes. Okay. Uh, and she is in commercials here. I see. Uh, she has been in these commercials for the past, like, five Flo. years. She's Flo. Oh, no, she's not Flo. Oh, okay. She's just like Flo. She is a similar person that everyone knows exactly who she I is. See. So see. any American who looks at her, like the second she was revealed, my husband was like, oh, it's her. I was like, yeah, 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 it's that girl. You see what you see? What's happened here? I'm, uh, am I out? Fuck off, Siri. Uh, what happened? Siri decided to get involved. <laughs> and she's still she fucking... That. Sorry, <laughs> I've got a new Mac and I'm still finding my way around it. Hang on, let me just turn this off. Let's just watch Mark figure things out. Let's see if his weird American Adam Sandler accent okay. comes out as he tries to fix it. Okay, no? we're back. No, you're good. What came out? Okay, I was trying good. to fix it. No, no, no. I was wondering if your Adam Sandler voice would come out. Because that's <laughs> no. what you do whenever you try to fix something, you do Adam Sandler voice. I do Adam Sandler so. voice when I've got time to think about it. Well, you know when I'm trying to fucking use when That's I'm up exactly. against it I just fucking fuck off sir you fucking thing <laughs> uh, what else have you watched this week uh, I filled and this, is, this isn't really in Joag territory but I had an evening and I thought right I can either spend the rest of my life telling myself that I'm finally going to watch Heat or I can oh, yeah. sit the fuck down and watch Heat at last. Um, yes. So I watched Heat. And yeah, I'm very, very glad I did. Fuck me, what a great yeah. film that was. Such Turns a, out it's yeah. actually a really good movie. God damn, yes it does. Uh, I had no idea Val Kilmer was in it. Wonderful. Oh, Val. So I told this story on my Twitter briefly yes. in my 280 characters. What do we have on that now? 270? I don't know. Whatever we have on Twitter. Anyways... Briefly, but when I was a sophomore in college, um, what does that mean? We by the used way? to, uh, so second year, right. second okay. year of college. Cool. Um, we used to go see Jimmy Kimmel tapings all the time, and so I was going to see a Jimmy Kimmel taping, and uh, was standing waiting in line, and it just so happens so this is two thousand five. Mm. Um, the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang premiere mm. happened to be across the street. So we could see like all these people pulling up and whatnot, red carpet, the whole to do, everything going on over there. And we're standing in our line, just like waiting to get in. Um, and <laughs> then Val Kilmer, for whatever reason, was like really curious <laughs> about what was going on on our side of the street. So he comes over from his premiere and is like, uh, hey, what are you what are you guys waiting for? And we're like, oh, Jimmy Kimmel show. He's like, oh, really cool, really cool. And he just like shakes everyone's hands. This is obviously before everyone had camera phones and everything. Yeah. So it's not like everyone was like, hey, let's take a selfie. Just shakes everyone's hands <sighs> and then just walks back over to his premiere. Terrific. Like, okay. Very nice. We just all met Val Kilmer. <laughs> Very nice. What do oh. you know? I have had a like an affinity for him, much like my Brendan Fraser mm. affinity. Like when you have a weird interaction with someone, they become like your little like your pet thing. celebrity. And I've yes, your, your pet movie star. But yes, he was yeah. terrific. It, it, just what a solid piece of work takes itself yeah. very seriously uh, mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. as it ought. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> it it gets the it gets that compliment, which in twenty twenty one is the highest compliment you can bestow upon a film. I didn't touch my phone for three hours. There you go. That yeah. that. 
you know, in, in the hell in which we all live right now, that's the best thing you can possibly say about a movie as far as I'm concerned. I wasn't once tempted to gaze into the fucking glowing chasm of despair yeah. which lives in my pocket. <laughs> I think I even texted you at one point during it and you had, you were like watching it. I was like, oh, I'm going to let you finish yeah, yeah, yeah. then. <laughs> Just, yeah, have a great time with that, which is, yeah, good choice. Uh, on to A Quiet Place Part 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, we watched that this week. Now, I fell asleep, right? I know. <gasps> oh. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, I, and I'm not sure how much I napped out on, because uh, there's a threshold. I don't know if I, if I slept enough to warrant going back and watching the whole thing again, or did I mm-hmm. just... I or fell did you as- miss, like, five minutes? Exactly. So, A Quiet Place Part <laughs> 2 fans, help me out. I fell asleep... Uh, Killian Murphy has just gone out to rescue the girl. Okay. Right? And I woke up. I think I did miss quite a bit. I woke up when they were on some fucking... They were setting fire to some rapists on a dock. Oh, my God. Yeah, you missed most of the movie. Ah, fuck. All right. Ah, (laughs) fuck. You have to watch it again. That's so much He found her and they were like... She was being held captive by some guys. Oh no! Yeah, you missed a lot. Yeah, all right. yeah you've got to you got to go back, buddy. I'll go back. All right. So I'll, you I'll, did. I'll... You have not seen a quiet place too. <laughs> I'll reserve judgment in that case. I was in, I was enjoying the fuck out of it, but you know I was sleepy. Yeah. Sleepy boy. <laughs> <laughs> a sleepy place. <laughs> The world of A Quiet Place gives uh, Last of Us vibes, Last of Us light, as my brother put it. Um, Mm, mm -hmm. You know, Last of Us, which is currently in development with fucking Pedro Pascal. (gasps) That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm. Started Mm. filming this last week. So I'm in. Well, yeah, as am I. Um, I just hope to fuck they don't skimp on the unrelenting bleakness and gore and... Just oh god, the Last of Us is the least fun you will ever have playing a game, and yet at the same time is compelling and brilliant. Last of Us Two was one of the fucking. Who's finest. making it? I want to say HBO. I don't know. I'll let me just oh double oh, check. You go ahead with that. As, as I look at what else I watched this week. Okay. It is indeed you HBO. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll see with that. Multiple things here. Okay. A, I watched The Amusement Park. Have you watched that? The Amusement Park. Yeah. This is like, so it's George Romero. Oh, okay. Uh, It's here. Shudder has been featuring it, you know, when you like your immediate featured things when it comes up. It's like 54 minutes long. Right. And it is the most miserable 54 minutes you will spend in your entire life. Fuck me. This is so you know how as we were talking about fears and you were talking about like your body and like the eventual like aging and what that does to you. That's what this movie is. It was made for like some Lutheran group, apparently, um, to talk about how elderly people are mistreated in society. And Boy, does it work. It is the bleakest thing I've ever seen. I sobbed through like 30 of the 54 minutes of this movie. It was just 
my god um oh, no, it's pass. effective it did exactly what it's supposed to do um but yikes because uh, it sounds I like it, it might be quite fun the amusement yeah it sounds like fun so basically the premise Popcorn. of this movie you start with this guy who is like sitting this old man bloodied sitting in like a waiting room and another version of himself walks into that waiting room. Okay. And he's like, that guy's like very peppy and whatnot. And he's like, oh, have you gone outside? And the guy's like, don't go out there. And he's like, <laughs> uh, he's like, well, I think I'm going to go out. It's going to be great. And he's like, no, you know. And so the guy goes out and he goes to this amusement park where basically everything works against him. Okay. And he's lonely and scared and mistreated. And like, there's this one moment in it that is like the most heart wrenching thing where he finally finds like this little girl mm. who is like, Oh, like come over here, come over here. And he's like me. And she's like, yeah, come over, come over here. And she's like, has him sit down and she gives him a piece of chicken and he's reading a book to her. And then the mom is like picking up the stuff and packing and they leave. And he's trying to like desperately keep reading the book to her as she leaves. And I was a mess. Like it's the lead in this. Again, he's only he's only in three things total, I think. And two of them are George Romero's things. Um, He actually lived to be like a hundred years old <laughs> um, so you know he died in like 2009 or something like that and he p- is playing an old man in this movie from like 1970 um it's just yeah it's a lot so hey it's george romero if you want to see it watch it but just fyi mm. i don't know take drugs or something <laughs> first <laughs> it's horrible like oh uh, my god podcast idea Corey acts out films because the first bit of that was amazing and he's like hey come on in and the guy walks in he gets him a bit of chicken I, I would watch that don't tell me what film you're acting out and I just go watch maybe 90 minutes of you and then the, the girl I would watch that I think that would be a good podcast uh, someday that'll be like movies. we'll make a Patreon where <laughs> I act out movies Yes, thing. That would be fun. Um, but I also, because of our episode last week, I watched Alita Battle Angel. And are you now a um, Nazi? I might be a Nazi. A little bit. I get what... It's tough because I don't want to blame it on the movie. But I completely understand after watching it why the alt-right jumped on this movie. All right, so like, why? What am I not getting? G- so this is, it does not pass the Bechdel test at all. Yeah, okay. Never do two women speak to each other that yeah. are, like, basically never did two women speak to each other. Yeah, that's true. There's, like, yeah, yeah, two yeah. lines that pass between the girl, mm. yeah, the girl from To All the Boys I've Loved Before and her. They say, like, three words to each other in this, <laughs> and that's, like, about it. So there's no women talking to women in it at all. Mm. She immediately does, like, just fall in love with the first man she sees. Mm. Um, she has this thirsty ass look that we've been imitating in this household ever since then. By the way, my <laughs> husband likes this movie too, but then he watched it with me with this lens and was like, Ooh, yeah, nope, I see it. I see it. Right. She has this, like, every time she talks, she's like, she has this, like, look like, oh, oh, like she's just about to, like, tear the clothes off this guy every time she talks to him. And you're like, yikes, bruh, like, take it down 37 notches. That's like, hilarious. what? 
in the world. The whole thing is just like her relationship to men. Mm. And like, yeah, okay. I get why the alt-right was like, this is the kind of woman we can okay, get behind. Okay, okay, okay. Like, sh- the whole movie is about a woman and her relationship with guys. Okay. And, uh, so, and also, like, just what she looks like. Like, just like this very, like, she looks like a kid, but she's also a woman. <laughs> like, oh, like okay, yeah. Yeah, no, I see it. I see it. it for me. <laughs> You'll still enjoy it. I it wasn't necessarily my cup of tea, um, but there was there was stuff to like throughout the movie. I wasn't there I didn't watch the movie like, oh, I'm hating every moment of this. It just like it was it didn't like hit hard for me. Mm. Um but I didn't hate it. That was my the way I looked at it. I'm a I'm a simple man. Right, <laughs> uh, and I I enjoy big robot fights. I enjoy those yeah. a lot. That's and the fights in it are crazy. I think that's really where this thing mm. excels. Is like you cannot. I can't fault any of that. The first thing, like the big giant guy showed up, yes. and I just went, "Oh, he too big." <laughs> <laughs> like what? Uh, yeah, he too big. That's too much. <laughs> and I I was in on that. <laughs> but listen, hey, good on you for following up, you know, uh, because I have not watched you Underground. You No, I Even did not. Even when I attempted to get you to. On the other hand, I fell asleep through Quiet Place 2 instead of it, and you wouldn't have wanted me to fall asleep through Underground, would you? It's not what it's called, but... Oh, um, What's it called? <laughs> Southbound. They rhyme? <laughs> Touche, Mark. Touche. I didn't get it right, but watch it this week. <laughs> yes, watch I'll, South. I'll watch it before week. Sunday. I'll watch it before Sunday. No, you won't. But I it's will. That you're saying that. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, um. I oh, we, and together we watched Fear Street. No, that's the that's the one that we that we've been building up to talking about, isn't it? Fear Street. Yeah. Um. I don't think it's overselling it to call it a horror event. <laughs> That's true. You know? That's, yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, And for that reason alone, I'm going in enjoying it, right? Because you know, as I've spoken about before, I I love people who are willing to push a format, willing to fuck Mm -hmm, about with mm -hmm. a format. And that's what it feels Fear Street is doing. It reminded me of the absolute mind-blowing thrill of seeing Back to the Future 2 at the cinema. And then it finishing oh. and going, how the fuck is there a trailer for number three already? Ah, I've just watched number two. <laughs> ah, fuck. Ah. Yeah, totally. And, and, and completely blowing my mind, knowing that number three exists already. Fuck me. I just haven't seen it. That I got that same excitement from Fear Street, knowing I've just seen something really cool and knowing, ah, oh, fuck yeah, there's another one right around the corner. Banging. Which looks better, honestly. This was a fun movie. Um, the trailer for the next one that comes at the end of it looks even better. Mm. This one was fun with flaws. Yes. Yes. It, it took a while. I mean, I, I was ready to give up on it. I, I'd all but kind of gone, eh, but then it got good. It gets really good about a third of the way through, but it, 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 mate, we get that you're in the fucking nineties. You can calm down. Uh, <laughs> it was at first I was into it. I was like, 
oh man the bangers that they're putting in this i was oh, like this yeah. is like taking me straight back Certainly. and then it was like okay they're playing 10 second clips yep. of every yep. song from the era yeah, and literally without to... without any scenic yeah. need to do it. Oh, bang! Here's five yeah. seconds of garbage. Bang! Here's five seconds of Cybertail. Boom! Here's five seconds of Soundgarden. We fucking you've done the, you've done it, mate. Yeah. You've done we it. We know. We I know where it. we are. Oh, he's playing Castlevania. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, look, a uh, dial-up internet tone. We we fuck. Oh, all right, it's in the nineties. Chill. We know. We know. Yeah. Um. So that and yet was... they still used Calibri font. Yeah. in there which did not exist at the time it was funny because i was watching it and i almost texted you like about the font calibri i would have enjoyed and then that i, I like, would have enjoyed no, that we're not i'm not gonna i'm not mm. gonna be that guy but then someone else tweeted it and i was like okay good that's yeah. not just me then because i had i was thinking i was like i'd never even heard of this font until i became a professor because it didn't exist when i was in college <laughs> so Do i was you like how is that have a favorite font mm. cory do I have a favorite font? Yeah. You, um, you, you strike me as somebody who might have a favorite that's font. That's really... It's true. Um, <laughs> I I mean, when it comes to, like, writing something seriously, I'm a, I'm a straight-up, you know, Times New Roman person. Okay. But I like um, uh, Baskerville. I'm a big Ooh. fan of Baskerville oh, as a nice. font. Yeah, real nice. Yeah. Real nice. What about you? Do you have a favorite font? No. <laughs> no. No, I don't. <laughs> Like, no, you're the kind of doofus who has a favorite font. I Wingdings, mate. Straight up wingdings. Uh, yeah, Joe, if you type fair in uh, uh, 9-11 was an inside job in wingdings, you get the I, two I've buildings seen the, it's and like the, the little towers yeah. or whatever. And like a yeah. Star of David, something dewy happens as well. <laughs> I don't know. Which I've never typed in myself, so I don't know if that's just a meme or if that is. actually is what you get when you do it. But I think it is. However, right, um, Fear Street. So, yeah, when uh, when it establishes itself very firmly in a particular era, then you realise, hang on, there's fucking loads to love about this film, right? Yes. Uh, the colour palette is so oh my god beautifully unsubtle. It's oh. my dream, and it's very Fear Street, which you don't have any frame of reference for. None but at all. I loved mm. Fear Street. I mean, I wasn't. R.L. Stein, Stan. I read all of the Goosebumps, watched all of the Goosebumps, read the Fear Streets. I still read Fear Street. Like, yeah. I have an actual collection of physical Fear Street books that I will read from time to time. Yeah. And the color palette is Fear it's Street. It's beautiful. Gorgeous. Um, I love it. Neon, just fucking garish neons thrown everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's also... It's... it's Almost a slavishly Wes Craven inspired film, right? It yes. wears its heart, especially in the beginning, but <laughs> right on its sleeve. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it beat for beat almost the opening of Scream, um, including like a straight up reenactment of Casey Becker's death from yes. the original Scream. Yeah, um, which I enjoyed. It, it it isn't shy about its influences at all, yeah. right? But yeah. When you get past the clumsiness of it, and when it warms up, and and you realize what 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 you're watching, it's a load of fun. Y you know, I I got played with some of the deaths. I was not expecting some of the fucking yeah. Ugh. No kidding. My yeah. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And you you know it's been all of it. You know exactly the one of which we speak. If you've seen it, which you no doubt have. Um, and I'm a, look. I hate to be predictable. 
right? I'm so sorry for being predictable, but... Here it comes. <laughs> Here it fucking comes. <laughs> this film is a perfect fucking test case, a perfect document, a perfect example, a fucking thesis of how beautifully a new Nightmare on Elm Street could work, right? <laughs> The characters, mm-hmm. there's, there's scenes towards the end of that film that I, I was tweeting, I was, I was texting to you at the time, wasn't I? With just a little whoop tweak of the script, that film is a fucking Nightmare on Elm Street 2021. And it works so well. And it would work so well. Do you think the problem is that we keep making Elm Street movies? Like, mm. it and this and like like so many things are so like using the template yeah that it it's almost difficult to make and halloween you know halloween like do you think it's difficult now to make an elm street movie that's nope. not derivative of the nope. things that are derived from it not at all not at all i i i hear what you're saying right sure but i would respectfully say the exact opposite all okay. these, all of these wonderful examples of how great an Elm Street movie are doing is just beggaring belief that no one is fucking making it, right? Yeah. You've. Fangoria you know, didn't announce that for you. Today. Uh, yeah. It part one showed us what a really nice hard edged. Leaning right into the surreal, loads of really good kills kind of Elm Street movie could be, right? We've proven that. It could work beautifully. Halloween has proven to us what the, you know, the the Terminator Salvation uh, Halloween 2018 model might do if we had a fucking old grizzled PTSD Nancy giving it another crack. Fear Street just went ahead and proved us what a sincere, completely fucking gung-ho, let's get some real kids and let's fucking unleash Freddy on them kind of movie might look like it's just right. test case after test case which show us that it would be fucking brilliant and the only thing that's difficult to accept is that nobody's fucking doing it or at least nobody's ready to announce anything you know movie after right. movie is coming out and just just screaming in my face that the time is right and the audience <laughs> is ready you know Netflix aren't going to give us figures, right? But I'm fucking telling you, I'm certain that Fear Street is doing massive numbers yeah. on streaming this week. From the reactions I've seen from all of my socials and everything, and given that is yep. obviously skewed, but still yep. people seem to be watching this. It, it part one at least, highly critically acclaimed, did ridiculous mm-hmm. fucking business. Halloween 2018, really critically acclaimed, you know what I mean? Really proper serious bits of horror, really good movies as well as being good horror movies it doesn't have to be fucking please rinse the remake out of your fucking mouth it it it's time it's fucking time man there's no reason why not and yeah. i've finished with it for this week that's this week's installment <laughs> it was necessary we got it out there yeah same time sunday see you then yes <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming along with us on this supposed mini-sode that oh, I think is just as long as a regular episode. Way, there we go. This has been the Jack of All Graves Midweek Movie Madness Special. That's what this has been. Yes. Oh, man. And it was a blast. It was a blast. I'm... I'm I, listen, this might be a little bit 
body horror, but I know it's been a good jog when I'm kind of a little sweaty, you know? Oh, I'm always sweaty. Yeah. I've got a window <laughs> open. Um, but I know it's been a good jog when I'm covered in a film of my own <laughs> fluids, you know? Mm. <laughs> oh, we'll leave you all with that <laughs> wonderful image. Uh, yeah, and been, until next week, it's hey. It's been quite an uh, earthy episode. <laughs> Stay spooky, friends. Yeah, lads. Mwah.